0: This is Corolla Digital.
1: Hey, you guys. It's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or AllisonRosen.com. Hello, my little lettuce leaves. It's me, Allison. Before the show officially starts, we have time for a few words. Hello, Gary. Hello, Allison. Um, I'll have you know that... Despite my trend of being late, I actually was set to be on time this afternoon. However, I got stuck. There was a giant tow truck blocking I forget the name of whatever street it is that takes us here and a whole line of cars and then the cars started just driving into oncoming the lane and oncoming traffic like going around the island yeah but I was already too far up to do that so then I had to reverse and do that but it was quite harrowing
0: it sounds like an epic journey
1: <laughs> it was an odyssey and I was the lone person who honked I laid on the horn thinking then I would start a big honk NATO but yeah. no everyone else was just like we're just gonna let our lives pass us by
0: they just left you hanging that's fucked up
1: I know, and I was surprised at the way the tow guy and the guy whose car was being towed or was getting it off the tow, I don't know what was going on there, um, they were very, very calm despite the fact that they were holding up like 25 cars.
0: Was this right here on the corner by the gas station where there's that little auto shop?
1: It was right across from um, CarMax.
0: Yeah. You know uh, what I'm talking yeah. about? Have you seen that often there? I've seen that happen before. It's annoying.
1: Uh, Maybe, actually, are they related to CarMax? Maybe they are. I think it's a car related to that. Anyway, those people can all go fuck themselves. But happy holidays. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. That's right. I think we have an iTunes comment of the week. Allison
2: wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them, yes she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars.
0: All right, this week's iTunes comment of the week comes from Bradley Brbr, and it is titled Get On This Boat and Set Sail for Three Smile Island.
1: I love that.
0: As an avid follower of many podcasts, Allison and this group of honest, funny, and insightful people make an hour feel like a moment. Even when discussing topics I know nothing about, Allison and the gang engage me every single time and make me care. Do yourself a favor and get on board and subscribe today. Everyone needs a new best friend.
1: Aw, oh, thank you. I'm pretty much in love with Three Smile Island. Um, if you would like your iTunes comment to be an iTunes comment of the week, just uh, leave us a nice comment. Click five stars. Um, you know what else will make you smile this holiday season and year-round, actually? Sherry's berries. I am in love with Sherry's berries. If you don't know what they are, they're gigantic, juicy, enormous, delicious, I would even say succulent strawberries, dipped in even more delicious decadent chocolate there's all different kinds they have white chocolate with dark chocolate swizzle there's milk chocolate with nuts there's it's actually scary the detail to which i can repeat like i feel like i should be i feel like it'd be more ladylike if i were very vague about like i don't know they just have all sorts of delicious things instead of being able to pinpoint exactly they have dark chocolate with dark chocolate chips on them anyway my favorite game is to um eat them all and then try to figure out which is my favorite And that means eating more than one of each kind, trying to figure out. I think it might be the white chocolate with the dark chocolate swizzle. Gary, you've had many a sherry berry.
0: I just ate one not five minutes ago while I was while you were stuck behind a tow truck.
1: (laughs) What's your favorite?
0: Um, I go back and forth every year between the white with the uh, milk chocolate swizzle and the uh, chocolate with chocolate chips all over it. Mm-hmm. I, They're both
1: good. Yeah. Oh, is it milk or is it dark chocolate on the white chocolate? I don't know. It's I don't just either, delicious. But it's delicious chocolate it's is what so it is. It's so good. Sometimes I like to break them apart almost like an Oreo and then eat the chocolate and then eat them. I like to eat it together. I like to eat it separately. I just like to eat it. <clears throat> Getting a little carried away. But Sherry's Berries, they're so good. And I give them as gifts every year to people. And um, those people it would be my parents, actually are in love with them. And they don't just have berries. They have all sorts of other delectable treats as well. Um, they have cake pops, which are really good, and they have dipped pretzels and all sorts of stuff. Um, you guys can send giant dip strawberries from Sherry's Berries for only $19.99. That's over a 40% savings. Go to berries.com and click on the microphone and type in best friend. So here's the only way to get this special $19.99 Sherry's Berries offer. Uh, call 866 fruit I T zero two. Or even better, go to berries.com. That's B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Click on the microphone in the top right corner and type in best friend. Um, Again, go to berries.com. Click on the microphone in the corner and type in best friend. Don't wait. Order now. Um, And make sure you use best friend because then you get the special deal. And then they'll know that we sent you. But you also need other holiday gifts. And I have another idea for you. Um, The no-no. The no-no is a delightful hair removal device that is fun to use and it also is effective um, it's small it's like a little small electronic thing but the size of a uh, small cell phone and it it has an led readout so it li- it lights up in the a certain way when you are using it correctly and it's very easy to use um, but in that way I like to think it's sort of like a video game but really it's more than that um, it's safe to use on your body and your face and it is absolutely painless. I've said it before. I was I was told it was painless, and then I thought, but I'm really a wimp. Like I really feel all things that, that are under the heading of pain. But it really you don't. I I used it. I conquered my fear, and I didn't even feel it at all. It wasn't like oh, this is tolerable. It was like. I literally did not feel it. Um, So you get weeks of long-lasting results, professional results at home. Uh, Never again we have to hassle with making an appointment for an expensive in-office treatment. No more nicks, cuts, or ingrown hairs. The No-No works on all skin types, all hair colors. It's safe and effective for both men and women. So you can get a special exclusive offer. It's an offer just for my listeners. Go to nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815. Again, that's nonobestfriend.com or call 800 4815 Here's the deal. You get the No-No device. You get an exclusive facial kit so you can use it not only on your body but also to remove facial hair. A travel case so you can take the No-No wherever you go. It's a snazzy travel case, I might add. A um, $100 discount shopping card and the entire purchase is backed by their triple guarantee. If you're not 100% satisfied, they'll refund the purchase price, refund the shipping, and even pay for you to ship it back to them so you don't risk a penny. Try the No-No. Terms and conditions may apply. Okay. Here is the episode with Kurt Brownoler. He's delightful. I enjoy talking with him. And by the way, I had received a text message ahead of time from someone that we all know. And that's we all, meaning Gary and I, who said that he is the funniest person that she knows in the whole universe. And I was thinking, that is setting the bar pretty high. It was Katie, by the way. Should, yeah, I, should I Actually, should I not have said who it is?
0: not <laughs> it, it could matters. be who was kno- a very positive thing she said. Well,
1: I know, but I'm just thinking if anyone else who knows or listens to this, they might be like, oh, but she said I was the funniest person in the whole entire universe.
0: Well, that's someone else's problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Plus, who knows what Katie I'm talking about? It could be um, Katie Joel.
0: There you go. Billy Joel's daughter. That's correct.
1: Or Katie Kimmel. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel's daughter. Could be Katie Stevenson. I don't even know who that is. It's Johnny Stevenson's daughter. Is that a famous person or a person you know? That's a person I made up. Oh, but it very, but, but it I, could be I'm Katie sure Stevenson. that that person exists. Yeah. Um it is Katie Joel, right? That's Billy Joel's daughter? I probably, think so, yeah. but it could be her. I think that she bakes and weighs in on the she does. hilarity of people. That's correct. Anyway, yeah, Kurt's funny and he's also nice. Uh, so here is the episode. I love you guys. Here it is.
2: Allison
1: Hey everyone. Hi. Hello. It is me, Allison Rosen. I'm sitting here with Kurt Braunohler and Gary just told me I'm going to have to keep it tight. It's a lot of pressure.
3: It's a lot of pressure. How are you feeling but, about the
1: notion of the tightness that's going to be happening?
3: I mean, I feel great. Are you kidding me? Tight's good.
1: I guess it probably is. For someone like you who has things to do, places to be, you're in and out of pitch meetings all the time. Almost
3: a thousand times a day. Right. So I, I pitch because so, I never sell anything, so I'm constantly just pitching.
1: Right. Yeah. But for someone for whom fruitless pitching, no offense, is, <laughs> is on your agenda- Hearing it's gonna be tight is better than like keep it loose. But also hang tight loose.
3: well like tight also is a good adjective most times like a tight five. Right better than a loose five. A right. tight hang tight. tight sex and tightness and sex is probably good.
1: When is loose ever good? Never.
3: Uh loose is If you're uh, trying
1: to avoid chafing.
3: If you're if you're on a date. You want right. to keep it loose. Yes, yeah,
1: stay loose. Stay
3: loose. I love your freckles. You have freckles today. Thanks.
1: I do I Do put they the...
3: always are they always there?
1: Um, they are there if I have been out in the sun.
3: Okay. But they like come in a day. I'll come, yes. mine'll come in like 15 minutes
1: from being out in the sun. Though, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, They'll just all of yeah. a sudden be there. And then how long will they be there? Cause for me, I can go out in the sun 15 minutes and then I'll have them like for the rest of the season.
3: Oh really? Yeah. Oh no. I, like, I don't know. I don't, like,
1: the, wh- these freckles appeared. These are the, like a while ago. I don't know how that's many like months one, old they that's are. That's
3: a one beach day in June.
1: It was, yeah, one walking the dog day because I don't – I know that I should wear sunscreen being as fa- – well, you're you're fairly oh, pear, pale pretty. as well. I'm as white as you. Yeah, we're pretty translucent. Yeah, and yeah, I know yeah. – and believe me, people all the time are telling me I should wear sunscreen. But I just don't like to because I feel like it's going to make me break out and it's just icky. Look at that. What about you?
3: I always wear sunscreen. Really,
1: what kind of SPF are you rocking right now? <laughs> I think eighty is the, the usual
3: go-to, but they I think have eighty. They do have eighty, wow. but I think they. I th- I heard that past fifteen, it, it doesn't matter.
1: I've heard that as well. Yeah,
3: because the number is just the you multiply the amount of time that before you burn. So then, so therefore- if I burn in ten minutes. Fifteen would be a hundred and fifty minutes.
1: No, I'm not good at math, but I think what you're saying is therefore my zero is the same as fifteen. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> I'm better at math than that. That's not <laughs> what you're saying. Um, yeah. So uh, so every day your SPF. Oh, no. Fifteen to eighty every day. No,
3: when I go to the beach, oh. I'm not a crazy person. You Allison. go to the. I beach? mean, I know we don't know each other. I
1: know, but well, I'm not.
3: I'm not insane. Okay. But I do actually know my friend Kristen. She puts it on every day because they say that it like whatever you're not you won't age come on we're all gonna die we're all gonna age why right. do we have to worry so much
1: well no i'm with her i don't want to age i know but we're all gonna i feel die. like somehow i like managed
3: this, the, the time i would wait if i put it on every day the wasting of time i oh, feel like i know i would prefer to die early yeah and not have to waste time really putting it on my yeah, face. yeah because you'll
1: live to a ripe old age but was that really living
3: yeah. Is it?
1: I, I mean, I don't think so. Not if, not if 20 years were spent
3: slathering on. If you're spending a good seven to eight seconds a day slathering this shit on,
1: that <laughs> Who has that up. kind of time? I don't have that kind of time. I, I'm busy pitching TV shows that don't go anywhere. Let's talk about that. But first, <laughs> let's talk. You mentioned your friend Kristen. Now, one of the main ways I know you, mm-hmm. Kurt... Is Allison. Yes. I'm glad that we're on a first name basis. No, I'm going to keep – yeah.
3: Re, you, re, okay. you always got to drive it home. Right. Yeah.
1: Less is that so that you don't forget or so the listeners don't forget or so I don't forget that you I'm know. pretty
3: sure the listeners know your name. I mean one would hope. One would hope. Unless it's somebody who's just brand new. You know? and, just and welcome clicked if on, that person welcome. right? Yeah. If they're accidentally listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that happens all the time in all podcast
1: world. <laughs> right. People That's the thing about podcasts. Po- yeah. Right. They just
3: come on. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. You're just cruising along in your car. And <laughs> you're like, start. What was it that I deliberately <laughs> put, on put onto phone. my – Yeah, exactly. Um, so my fiance showed me a video where you were repeatedly – do you know? Do you know where this is going yet? I'm, I have an assumption. Yes. Kristen Shaw is a horse. Mm-hmm. While she danced. Yes. To you saying Kristen Shaw is a horse. Yes. So many times.
3: So many times. It
1: got stuck in my head for so long. I should have been.
3: I should have written songs for a living.
1: That, yes.
3: Right. That that gets stuck well, in people's
1: heads. Or I guess because, <laughs> but it wasn't. In no offense, it was not pleasurable. It was like, oh my god, I cannot. I can't endorse either of their careers now (laughs) because seeing – hearing her name puts it in my head. Seeing you puts it in my head. I mean thankfully it went away. Yeah. But what was that?
3: That was a thing. uh, It it was a bit that we – I mean Chris and I have been writing together for like eight or nine years.
1: You guys did something – hot tub something? Hot
3: tub, yeah. That's tonight. Oh, oh! you doing because you
1: were doing it in New York, correct? Yeah,
3: we did it every Monday night in New York for seven years, and then we have moved it to LA. A it's comedy
1: like a, variety show is that what it, you it call is? It? Yeah, it's a stand-up show okay. for the most
3: part. Cool. Uh, that we host together. But I think we had come out of a movie that we really didn't like, and um, we were just really excited about being out. And Kristen started dancing in the street, and then I just started seeing <laughs> that. And then like a month later, I was like, maybe we'll just do that for like ever on stage. And she's like, okay. How long did
1: it go for? Or did you do it a bunch of places? I don't know. I'm trying to remember what the video was that he showed me. Well,
3: I mean, we've done it. Like, we've traveled. Weirdly, that's like a three-minute bit, and we've traveled around the world for just that bit. I mean, (laughs) it was on – we did it at a soccer stadium in Australia for like 6,000 people, and then that was like national for television in in Australia, and I think probably that's that's the one you saw. Which I don't really like that version. Um, We also did it for UK television. We did it for – American television we did it on Kristen's last hour long special we did it what's the
1: difference in the versions
3: uh I mean just the bit but I mean you know oh the 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 versions online there's one like the first time we did it someone videotaped it and I think that's the best one but that's literally from eight years ago I think yeah. And then do
1: other people have the reaction I, I have had, which is this people will never leave, leave my head? People
3: love it, Alice. Because
1: for, for the listeners who aren't getting it, the thing is it just – it goes on and and you think I, I can't believe this is going to – and Kristen appears to be also thinking I can't believe this is going to continue. Yeah. But it does. Yeah. In fact, I have been – the conversation that's been happening at home is who are you interviewing today? Kristen Shaw is a horse. <laughs> that's how you'll be remembered.
3: I know. I should have been Kurt Brownoler as a horse. I'd be much yeah. farther along in my career.
1: Oh, was it Brown-Oler? Am I s- I you said Braunohler. Yeah, I said, fine. you should have corrected me. No, but I appreciate. Everybody,
3: everybody says it wrong. Just call me blah, blah, blah. You know? No, I can't. Just Google Kurt comedy, guys. That's, that's me. I'm there. <laughs> it's easy.
1: You are the first Kurt that BR comes that for-
3: comes up. I'm also the Kurt comedy. Really? Yeah. Kurt there Metzger's go. there as well. Um, but I'm not Kurt Metzger. No, you're no. Kurt Branoller. Brownoller.
1: Brownoller. Yeah, there you go. Oh, Brownoller. Like Brown. It's just a. They I Americanized my third it. Try.
3: They Americanized it. It looks like it should be Oler. Right. Yeah, but it's Brawnoller.
1: No, but that, that makes sense because my friend, his, her last name is Maurer, M A U E R. Because are you B R A U N? Right. O H L E R.
3: And there's that extra H there. Nobody knows what to do with that yeah. one. Yeah people want to call me brown holer. That's terrible. It's
1: it's awful. Yeah. So the let's talk about these pitches. Yeah. Cuz I know you've been pitching. i mm-hmm. I've never I've never had the experience of pitching? of pitching.
3: You've never had the joy that is pitching? No, I've had Ugh. the joy
1: that is a lot of meetings, but yeah. I haven't had that specific kind and I suspect it's uh well I'm not even going to say what I suspect. You just tell me how that goes.
3: I mean, you just you sit in a little room With the people who run a a TV network, and then you tell them your idea. And usually you want to do it in 15 minutes, and you want to make it a little show, (laughs) essentially. You're just essentially performing for them for 15 minutes, but while also getting an enormous amount of information out uh, and telling all the characters and what, like, three episodes would look like and what the pilot would look like and why it's interesting and why it's personal to your life and blah, 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 blah.
1: Is it hard? That sounds difficult.
3: I mean, I just went through, I mean, I just pitched this show 15 times, I guess. Wow. Um, And so by the end, I'm almost like, and now that no one wants to buy it, I'm just like, I have to pitch it again tomorrow. I'll buy it. How much is it going for? It would be probably like a million for the pilot. How does that sound? A million. No, no, wait. That's a little
1: outside of my. You
3: can just pay me $60,000 to write the script.
1: Let me talk to Gary about it. That's we'll, great, Gary. We'll can we into look our that up? PayPal account. Yeah, yeah.
3: We'll, uh, we'll definitely look into that. All right. Thanks a lot. Yeah. We'll definitely that, look into that. Is that
1: 60K OBO or Firm?
3: <laughs> oh, no, Firm.
1: Firm. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's Firm. Well, good. I don't want to waste your time. Yeah,
3: I don't want to. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Um, what's the show?
3: Uh, the show, I mean, it will never exist, so I can tell you about it. Um, It's called Greetings from Asbury Park. It's about where I grew up.
1: In New Jersey. In
3: New Jersey. Um, And it's about a father and son, uh, estranged father and son. And then the son comes home to discover that the father's had an accident and doesn't doesn't remember that they've been estranged uh, or remember that the son owes him (laughs) $50,000. And so, yeah, it's all set in a bowling alley in Asbury Park, which is a real place called Asbury Lanes. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I would go in more detail, but it would be boring.
1: Well, now – you're sure it's not going to sell?
3: I mean, I'm waiting to hear back from two places. But everyone else has said no, so I'm assuming. Do I they, just have to go on and write the new thing.
1: Do they tell you why? Yeah, they, they do. No?
3: And everybody has a different reason.
1: Uh, do you agree with any of them?
3: I agree with a lot of them. Like a lot of the – like ABC was like, it's not an ABC show. And I was like, I agree with you 100%. It's not an ABC show.
1: What is an ABC what, – what's, What?
3: what's an ABC show? Yeah. Uh, an ABC – ABC is owned by Disney. You know, so like it, it's a show that's like super family friendly. And this is right. a little bit this show is a little, a little, dark. little bit dark, you know, it's mm-hmm. set in a kind of a falling down town in uh on the Jersey Shore, which literally has a casino crumbling into the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um and one of the characters is gay. Like I don't know if that's straight up at ABC. Who who knows? Maybe. We're really getting we're industry talking.
1: I know. We're really I...
3: industry talking.
1: But I I think it's interesting. Okay. To me at least.
3: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to, to this audience of one. No,
3: it's interesting.
1: It's in thank you Gary. Thank there you. See, there we go. Um
3: HBO said no because they already have a show in development uh about New Jersey. Like there's there's different reasons, you know, like that.
1: listeners can't see my face, but it, it's beginning it it's resembling something that sounds like this. <laughs> 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 that's my feeling about that. Can't yeah. it just be a different look? I mean, is because
3: uh, uh. <laughs> well, no. The pitch the, <laughs> the pitch show that is I not about them,
1: New Jersey, is it? Or it is it? Is, oh, it okay, is, yeah, yeah. All right.
3: I mean, like, I also pitched it. I t- you tweak it for who you're pitching to as well. And I really did pitch pitch HBO is like this is like kind of a story about America, but spe- specifically about this town in New Jersey. Right. Okay. Um. And so yeah, so I can totally understand that's a that was a reasonable reason to say no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is too bad because I had kind of written it for them but then found out after I'd written it that that whole New Jersey show that they're making already.
1: I didn't even know that New Jersey show they're making already.
3: I think it's a pilot. Oh. It hasn't been pushed into series yet.
1: Mm. Yeah. What, what are some of the other reasons?
3: Um, let's see. Um, NBC said that if it had been earlier in the season, they might have taken it with a few changes. But because it was so late and they already have everything – in motion with so many other things and i did pitch late for networks mm. and so that's a reasonable that's a nice note you know like that's a very nice note where are yeah. like we like it right. we maybe would have but it also like, like kills you because you're like oh maybe
1: i'm sorry i'm seeing someone yeah
3: exactly but, but you're, you i mind. think you're really hot yeah. i really think you're hot but right i gotta I got somebody at home yeah um what else who what other reasons Company Central said it wasn't Company Central, and again, I agree with them as well. I think their audience skews very young, like 14 and up, mm-hmm. and this is definitely about sadness a little bit. Maybe the reason it didn't sell is because it's a little bit sad. It's a, it's a, a kind of a show about sadness a little bit, and it's a show about fucked up people. Right. You know.
1: Ooh. What about <laughs> – as if I'm going to come up with something that hasn't occurred to you, especially <laughs> something obvious, but Showtime – I didn't pitch to Showtime. I don't know why. Don't they have Shameless? That's about yeah. fucked up people.
3: Oh, yeah. Def Showtime would be a place. Ray Donovan's about fucked up people. Have yeah. you been watching Ray Donovan, anybody? Hell I have yeah. not been. Yeah, right? Ray I Donovan's pretty good. Yeah. I, I gonna, like I it.
0: was supposed to go as Ray Donovan
3: for Halloween. Oh, really? Yeah. You're just going to fuck ladies up against walls the whole night? That was kind of the plan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe I need to be watching this show. Right? It's, I, mean, I mean, it's
3: not like a groundbreaking show, but it's pretty fun.
0: It'll keep your attention. It's It'll not totally like, keep your it's attention. It's not
3: like, holy shit, where did this come from? But it's yeah.
0: like, Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool, and yeah. every episode has something interesting in it.
3: After you've run out of John other Voight's, shows that are great.
0: John Void's one-liners are worth watching that show.
3: Yeah, that is true. John Void, I mean, John Void is kind of amazing in it. At a certain point, he tells the the son, who's
0: got to be like, what, 13, 14? Yeah. Um, a mouth is a
3: mouth, but fu- take it up the ass, and that's how you get sick. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> It was pretty good. There you go. That's
1: good advice. Hand Did you guys see
3: Eastbound and Down last night? No, the last, the final Eastbound and Down. It was really behind. funny. It was really good.
1: Do you guys watch Homeland?
3: <laughs> yes. Yes. Can I tell you the conversation? You look a little bit like Claire Danes.
1: A you black, know what?
3: Ha- black-haired Claire Danes. No one has
1: ever said that to me.
3: But you think it's true, don't you? But
1: I have <laughs> wondered that <laughs> a little bit. You it's totally true. do. I've never right? thought
0: that before, but that's
3: true. Yeah,
1: that's so crazy. Yeah, because I have thought that, but that's not the kind of thing you can announce. <laughs> to announce, I think I look like Claire Danes at all. Yeah, but anyway,
3: she does real good crazy when she is, acts crazy. Oh yeah, in, in Homeland. She's
1: so I know. It's in like fact, really,
3: you're like, oh my god, she's so good.
1: I. That's early in the season when she's. And I'm trying to try to avoid spoiler. I don't feel like this is a spoiler. It's from so long ago. Okay. When she is, um, like clearly on some kind of antipsychotic drug, and yeah. Saul comes to see her. I was thinking, that is that must be so hard to act. That right. Like she must have had to watch tapes or visited people. She has to. Because she, because I've seen people who are drugs. Because the way she's moving her mouth was so specific. So good. Because she's yeah. trying
3: to act like. She's crazy, but then she's uh, on this drug, but now also trying to appear really sane. Yeah. like So it's like three levels of this weird acting, right. which I couldn't do. I can't even do one level. One level is difficult for me. People see right Sometimes through me. Sometimes that's
1: the hardest. Yeah. That's the first level. <laughs> the first So level. anyway, though, the conversation that happens during the opening credits of Homeland at my home every fucking week is, Louis Armstrong, what does he have to do with terrorism? And then I say – I don't think he has anything to do with it. I think it's that Carrie likes jazz. And we repeat this conversation every time. Because she
3: does have headphones on in the opening credits, right? Does she? Yeah. She's a little girl and she's like wearing oh, right. like a hi-fi set yeah. headphones, like listening to a record. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm
1: not a big fan of those opening credits. And you know what else? Maybe I'm that's not-
3: America. Maybe Louis, Louis Armstrong uh, is America. You know, yeah. it's like jazz is the only American art form. It's
1: like your show is America.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, my show is America.
1: I also don't like the opening credits of Masters of Sex. Do you watch that?
3: No, you know what? You know what they feel like. Well, I feel like they're a um, Six Feet Under. I think Six Feet oh, Under yeah, started okay. that trend, and then everybody ripped Six Feet Under off for like until now, like years and years and years. Would
1: of you that believe that slow move and then
3: things blooming and then slow right. move and then things happening? You know,
1: uh, True Blood has a little bit of that too.
3: Yeah, but that one's so good. I think that's my favorite opening of any TV show ever. I like that too. Right.
1: Um, Would you believe that I never watched Six Feet Under? Oh wow! I know
3: you. You have I a show. To. You have a show that you would really enjoy. I know.
1: I need to go get all up in that. I
3: never watched The Wire. I you
1: haven't have a either. Show, you
3: have a show. You need to go watch. I know, but I have to watch like well, the first four episodes gets, to heard, get into it.
1: I've heard it takes six seasons to get into it. That's what. <laughs> no, that's the no, thing. That's Matt said. I know.
3: I watched the first episode and I was like, huh.
1: It takes a while, is uh, what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. Four seems
3: low, even seems low see that's the thing i I have to have like like a fucking day i have to have a fucking day to sit down and watch like six hours of television before i want to watch another one that sounds like homework that sounds tough but But everyone says once you're in it it's like the best thing ever
1: so how much of the estranged father stuff how much of that is taken from your own life
3: um, a good amount, you know. My, my. I think my dad and mom got divorced when I was two,
1: mm-hmm.
3: um, and so yeah. I mean, I'm not like, uh, like I don't hate my dad or anything like that, but I don't. I, I didn't really see him too much growing up, and I don't kind of talk to him that often now.
1: How long ago? What, or how long has it been since you've talked to him?
3: Oh, I actually, he just called me the other day, so it's actually been not that long. It's not been long. like oh, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. but.
1: But is that something that you have wished for that this could kind of be magically erased, the estrangement? No.
3: No, oh, the the way the pitch goes is that like when I got drunk with my like I was strange from my dad, got drunk with him and I was like, "Oh, this guy is a really fun guy. Like he's a fun he's a fun dude getting drunk with him. I was like, if this I could just be buddies with this guy, like if there was a way to forget about all those st- shitty things he did as a father, like as a guy, he's a pretty cool guy, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that's kind of where the inspiration came from for the show. Right. In addition with my friend had a, had an accident who whereas yeah, I'm gonna talk about that.
1: <laughs> okay. Um so you grew up in New Jersey yes. and then you went to college Johns Hopkins, is that right? Yeah. What did you major in?
3: Uh Philosophy and English. Okay. You did your internet research.
1: <laughs> I did. <laughs> that I did a little informa- bit of that it. That piece
3: of information is only available on my Wikipedia page and I didn't put it there. <laughs> I don't I would prefer it not to be out there in the world. How come? I don't I didn't like uh, Hopkins. I wasn't like a big fan. You know, My, a, lot of, a lot of people, like, proud of where they went to college. I, no, I wasn't. I thought hard, mostly a hard, those people. It's
1: hard school, though, right? To get sure.
3: Into. I guess so, yeah. I, um, but the people there were just like – like, the culture at that school is pretty nightmarish.
1: What is it like? I mean, I associate Johns Hopkins with um, medicine.
3: Yeah, right? So you, even, you have, like um, – you have people who are very career-driven at 18, which I was not. Uh, who are like, I'm going to be either a doctor or a, a, or, a, or, a, or be in the hard sciences. And you have that and it's like very cutthroat and competitive. And those people are very boring and not interesting or fun. And then the other, other people are just all in frats. And so I didn't really fit into either of those sections. So I met like a you know a core group of like eight people who were very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, is it but big, that was like a it. big or
1: small school? I
3: don't know. I can't remember.
1: What is it like? Out of all these people, I've only found eight? Or was it like, I've met a quarter of the people?
3: Oh. <laughs> They're uh, all my friends. <laughs> these eight people. I think the eight people were probably the only cool people there. Okay. Like, in my opinion. I'm going to
1: guess it's big.
3: I'm going to so say, I'm say I'm it's... I'm, I'm, gonna it's gonna guess, I'm gonna guess. I'm going to guess it's 4,000 per class.
1: Oh, that's... That's big.
3: No, no, no. Ish.
1: Gary's looking it up, so we can yeah. just know Where did you wait. go to
3: school? Did you go to college?
1: I went to Pomona College. Pomona. In Claremont, California, which is one of the Claremont colleges, and it's small. Okay. Yeah, it's a small liberal arts college. Um, I, I really liked it, actually. I did not like high school, though. I'm not someone who loved every moment of school. I, think I did people like People who college. say that
3: like, uh, high school is like, the best time of your life have the saddest lives. Like They have to be like, the saddest people in real life, because high school is pretty terrible.
1: I think, I think so.
3: I mean, like you, I mean, do you have braces in high school? No, you get braces off before. No, you yeah, probably have braces I had, in high
1: school. My, my braces all, I had braces think about all that. through high school.
3: That, if someone thinks that's the best time of I your know. life, when you have the most painful thing in your mouth that makes you look like an idiot, mm-hmm. that that's the best time of your life. Like those people, either, like they were having amazing high school careers. <laughs> but I feel like the people who really nailed it in high school are always fucked up later on. Like that's... have terrible lives later.
1: Well, Gary, did you want to say something?
3: It looks like it's 15 or 20,000. Boom. Oh, no, 4,000 per class, right?
1: Yeah, you were right.
3: Close. So 12,000. No, 16,000. <laughs> yeah, 15 or 20.
1: Um, see, I consoled myself with this idea that the people who had the best time in high school have sad lives – But then every now and then you see them or like you discover, oh, Meryl Streep was prom queen. Did you know that? No. I feel betrayed by life when I find out stuff like that. (laughs) I mean, I'm a little past the point of feeling betrayed, but there was a period of time when I was still – when I was more agitated over having to survive high school, you know, where I definitely felt like, what? How is that possible? How is it possible that –
3: Someone the prom
1: queen and king just have gone on. Yes. to be the
3: prom queen. Because she's essentially the prom queen of, of the world, ho- yes. of, of Hollywood. Right. Yeah. So
1: I feel like you're supposed – if you're popular in high school, everything's supposed to go downhill afterwards. That's kind of the right. social compact I signed off on. Yeah. So
3: I think you should write yourself a, um, <laughs> a Homeland a web series called like House Country or something because <laughs> you really it's, – it's really remarkable. You the should do Claire danes Yeah, yeah. It You should just do... Do you do Claire Danes? I don't know. No. Do you do impressions at all or impersonations or characters?
1: Apparently, I can do Claire Danes.
3: You should totally do Claire Danes. I should try. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I can do it just with my face, but I should try the rest of it. Yeah, try the rest of it. I mean, that's it. that one especially level of acting.
3: In, and especially in Homeland. Like, yeah. do her character from Homeland.
1: That's hard because she's really good. Yeah. I'll try.
3: Gotta, yeah, to step up your game. I know. Do you I do mean, it? sometimes, Allison, you got to
1: challenge yourself. And... I'm getting too. I'm, it's too loose. I'm getting too loose. <laughs> uh, do you do impressions? No. Kurt Brownoler. Uh-uh.
3: No, none at all. Did
1: I? I got it right, right? Kurt uh, yeah, Kurt
3: Brownler. I did okay. just do an impression, or I mean, I did a character on a podcast recently, and I was like, oh, I could do this, but I've never done characters.
1: Well, so how did you get into performing? You uh, English and philosophy mm-hmm. in college. Mm-hmm. Did you know yet what you wanted to do?
3: No. And I directed, I starred and directed in theater in college, but then moved to New York primarily because San Francisco seemed too expensive. Mm -hmm. And um, then I was there and I took an improv class. uh, At UCB? Yeah, like 98, like right when they first opened their doors. And uh, and like the first scene I did, I was like, oh, I want to do this for the rest of my life. And then did improv only for like eight years. Mm -hmm. And like taught it and I thought I could make a living out of it. And that's not a thing that happens to anybody unless no, you live unless in like go Toronto ta- and, go, <laughs> and you're one of eight people in Second City. Right. Like that's it.
1: Or unless you get snapped up by SNL, I suppose.
3: Yeah. But even then it's like you have to have written characters to audition right. for SNL. You're not going to go in and improvise. Right. You know, you have to have written characters. Yeah. And so then I started writing with Kristen after, in like seven or eight years ago and then kind of started focusing on my own stand up about five years ago.
1: Were you doing stand-up before that or like you just started at that point?
3: I just started. Yeah. I just was like I have to do this because first I was like writing with Kristen. I was writing for the two of us Mm -hmm. Um, and then it would be like, oh, I want to go do this thing by myself or Kristen's busy or whatever. And I was like, okay, I got to write. Like I literally took the longest route to get to doing stand-up which is I did everything else and then when everything else was like okay it's not like, I got to do the I have to do the thing that I never really wanted to do but, but now I love it.
1: Why did you not want to do it? I
3: think because when I first started improvising it was 98 and I don't think there was there was still an idea of stand up I think that was like a uh, kind of red brick wall. Kind of just hacky, kind of shit stand up in my mind, like, and even though that wasn't true, Paula but,
1: Poundstone, Big Shoulder Pads, or Judy Tenuta, <laughs> if yeah, we're going yeah, yeah. for 80s well, women. Judy,
3: but I mean, Judy's still kind of a weirdo, you know? She has that that accordion and stuff. Yeah, I I wonder if watch going back and watching that, I would love it or or hate it, but you know, like there was that, there was just an idea of stand up as being anti-improv and i was like super into improv you know yes yes and and supportive because
1: improv is collaboration where stand up is all about look at me
3: Mm -hmm. and
1: And actually yeah in in tell me if you agree with this like in improv circles stand up is kind of looked down on like oh well you maybe you could do short form improv but you certainly can't do a herald
3: yeah yeah yeah. whereas like stand up is so much more so much harder to do than to do stand up well is so much harder to do than improv well
1: because it's relying so much on the interaction with the audience. And also because or... it's like it,
3: – it's, it's whether or not it works is very clear cut. Whereas I think in a lot of improv circles, once you get to a certain level, playing for laughs is kind of looked down upon. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You're yeah. supposed to like be truthful. Um, and so you could have a whole show and get off stage and not really have many laughs and be like, we did a fucking – amazing show guys like and And feel good about it and the audience could be like but that's the thing is it's like improv you play to such a highly specified audience that it's not you can't take improv and just put it in front of anyone you can take stand-up and put it in front of literally any good stand-up anyone and like your mom or your dad or like your best your hipster friend and they're gonna be like that i like that it's funny you know, and they'll laugh at it. Whereas, like, improv would be like, I'm not, I don't know, what is this? I'm confused.
1: Yeah, the the first time I saw Harold, actually, you know, the guy who got up on, I think it was someone from the Onion AV Club at that point, um, who gave, did the opening monologue yeah. to, like, set it off. I was like, there's no jokes in this. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on? hmm So, yeah.
3: Yeah, it is. It's very, It's it's ghettoized improv. And I think for, you know... It makes sense. You can't really put it on TV. You can't. I mean, I had a TV show that was improvised and it it got canceled after 10 episodes. And I think one of the the reasons that canceled was because it was improvised. Was that Bunk? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Tell me about Bunk because I know the name because I looked at your Wikipedia page. Yeah. IFC's game show.
3: It was a parody of a game show, really. So Mm -hmm. it was more like a setup for us to fuck around. Um, But it would be three comedians competing. And I hosted it and all of the like questions had no answers. Uh, So it'd be like one of them was shame a puppy. And so everyone would just like reach inside their podium and pull out an actual puppy. And then I would ask all of them to shame their puppy and like just make the puppy feel bad. And so then they would just improvise. a.
1: a How did that go? Because I long to incorporate ducklings or puppies into anything I do.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It was great. It It was super fun. It's one of I think it's one of my favorite games. Shameless puppy.
1: How much do you feel like the puppy's carrying the weight there?
3: Uh, not much. The puppy is almost dist- distracting from the right. comedy because people are like, "Oh, it's a puppy," and then the puppy's doing things, and you're trying to get you know say your funny thing. But also, we didn't, we couldn't. No one was encouraged to write jokes for that. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like now, I do – sh- I'm, I'm a contestant on the show called At Midnight on Comedy Central, which is very similar to Bunk. But you're allowed to like uh, write jokes for it, which is exactly what you should do. And so I think if Bunk – if we, if we we're allowed to write jokes for Bunk, if the contestants were, it would have gone. Maybe had a chance. Maybe not. Who knows? Nobody gets IFC either. That's a big problem. Yeah. No one gets it. You have to pay like an, a lot of extra money to get it in a weird package and so it's like people are like I'm not going to pay like twelve extra dollars for one channel.
1: That's more than HBO, right? When you can just get it on on iTunes. Like, right. This is where I get my IFC stuff. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. nobody,
3: not a lot of people, watch it when it was on the air. But now it's on Netflix. People watch it all the time, which I like. It's nice. Netflix I'm going to go find cool it thing. then. Yeah.
1: So okay, so you you took the long route to stand up, mm-hmm. and you started doing that, and now you are loving it.
3: Oh, I love stand up. I love it so much. It's so – it's just – it's like uh, – it's just freedom in my mind. You know, like you can just be anywhere and be able to do it. You know, you don't need props. You don't need a group. You don't need a setup. You can just do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And it's like it's, – it's very cool.
1: How long ago did you move out here? One year. Welcome.
3: Thank you. How long have you been out here?
1: I have been out here three years. Three
3: years from Well, where? I'm
1: from here originally You're from yeah and then where'd so, you go i went to new york
3: new york uh-huh. where'd you live in new york
1: i okay i lived a bunch of different places okay i lived what's first, your favorite place brooklyn at the end well, bro- where carol from? gardens
3: there you go south brooklyn the whole time me
1: Wh- which neighborhood
3: uh all over south brooklyn but never in your area
1: tell me one so i know windsor terrace okay
3: windsor terrace uh south slope so uh, Park Slope proper, right? I lived in the city for one year, and hated it.
1: Where did you live in the city?
3: I lived in a terrible neighborhood. I lived on Twenty Sixth Street between Seventh and Eighth Avenue.
1: I lived on twenty <laughs> twenty-six between Seventh, so it's Chelsea. Yeah, I lived on Twenty Second between Sixth and Seventh. See, was even that area is better. Even it that area is better because I, I was like, it. like, I
3: lived next to FIT, which was like my local coffee shop was a fucking Dunkin' Donuts. It was yeah. like ugh. And then you move back to Brooklyn. You're like, eh, right. my little coffee shop, there's like 11 of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're always packed with people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I really resisted Brooklyn for a long time because mm-hmm. like, I, didn't, I didn't come here to live in the suburbs. <laughs> but then once I got there, I realized I really should have moved there right away. Like right I, away. I, That's what I, I did. I moved there so right much, away. It's I, so nice. I loved it. I, I miss it. it. I miss well, it So what too. brought you here?
3: Fucking money, 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 money. <laughs> There's so much more work out here. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you get it. You reach a certain point in New York, I think, as a comedian, and um it's it's like uh I don't know. You you I, you, I, you just watch other people who you knew move out to Los Angeles, and they're just like boom, boom, they boom, you know. And you're just like, boom, oh.
1: they, they get, get that, a TV they show, boom,
3: they're, you know, all of a sudden huge. Right. And you watch it happen enough times. I mean, I, st- I stayed in New York for 14 years. And then I had a show that like shot in New York. So I was like, oh, I've got a show that shoots in New York City. I have one of the rare comedy shows yeah. that shoots in New York City. This is awesome. And then like was the like, Pat canceled. Kiernan
1: of comedy. That's a very specific New York one reference <laughs> yeah. for, for people who might appreciate that. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and so then I was like, after that got canceled, I was like, okay, this is just where all the TV sausage is made. Where in New York, I felt like TV was like kind of a magical. Like, I was like, ah, it's, who knows how it's made? You know, how do people <laughs> how do people sell shows and get them made? It's just so magical. You know, it's just like a fairy chooses you. And mm-hmm. here, it's like, oh no, this is how you do it. Here's the people you need to talk to, and these are the things you need to do. And then, if you just continue to do these for a set amount of time. You'll just get one. <laughs> I, mean, I think that's how it works.
1: Your description of how you thought that TV worked in New York where like just a fairy chooses you and then yeah. magic it happens. That is how I thought relationships worked. That is how they worked for me for the longest chunk of my life. And by really? that what I mean is I felt like – and I realize I'm taking this in a, a drastic different direction. Mm-hmm. But like I felt like I had no – control or agency over making any of that stuff work and it was just like, like when
3: you're in a relationship no not even no no when more you're like, like single and trying yeah, to date yeah especially oh, okay.
1: as y- a younger person like just i would ever you know i would always hope that i would meet someone yeah and always hope i mean even things like You know, anytime I was like flying somewhere or going on an airplane or going to a different city, it's like, who knows what magic could happen in San Diego or Uh (laughs) talking about like at that point, like at 18 or 19 or whatever, you know, and or or even, even younger, probably. But I ever hopeful, but really, I was so bad at, at doing anything other than if I liked someone, I could talk to them, Right. but I, I didn't know how to indicate, I didn't know how to flirt and I didn't, I didn't know when someone, I just didn't know anything. Did you have to
3: learn how to flirt?
1: I feel like I still haven't, really. Really? I mean, I don't...
3: Isn't, but wait, isn't kind of hosting a podcast kind of flirting?
1: I think maybe.
3: Right? So you definitely probably do it very well.
1: Well, a friend of mine, actually, in New York, said to me, because I think we were having a conversation. I wish I could remember the context, but it was something like, just treat him the way that you treat guys who are fans of your show it wasn't this show it was a different show at that uh-huh. point but like in the way where you're you know non-committal but <laughs> leading i think he was saying leading them on but not really you know yeah. in the way that like because i so i used to host a live streaming internet show uh-huh. and i would be interacting with people you know during the show all right. the time and i guess i was Whatever I was towards them is what he was saying I needed to do more in my personal life. Sort okay. of like, you know, pay attention, yeah. but in this kind of like from a more aloof way as opposed to the sort of like eager, H-hi! hi, <laughs> vibe that I <laughs> would generally put so wait, out. wait, did you
3: do that? Is that how you landed your fiance?
1: No. Well, That's the funny thing about all that is I think that all of that stuff work. I mean, not works. All of that stuff is what you try until all of a sudden you just meet the right person where it's not it's not difficult right can I ask a question yes
0: Yes. get in here Gary to to a certain extent are you sure that that's not what happened because Daniel started off as a fan so at first your interaction
3: with him may have been a little bit more guarded is that possible
1: oh yeah yeah you're you're right you're
3: marrying a, a, a former fan current fan Current fan? Would be the, the well, I mean, well, <laughs> obviously, you're always marrying a current fan.
1: <laughs> so I just didn't want to take
3: anything away from Daniel. Right?
1: <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? No, I, I think he's soured on me <laughs> and everything I'm involved in now. <laughs> but we're still getting married. um Yes, although, yeah. What- so wait, it
3: started off him calling into the show.
1: No, 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 uh, no, no. It was okay. a different show at that point. He listened okay. to the Adam Carolla show and heard me on there. Mm-hmm. And then he um so I was a writer before uh doing all this stuff. And so then he started reading stuff that I had written and then read something that I wrote and um and really liked it and then sent me an email telling me, you know, how much it had meant to him, this thing that I wrote, and I definitely took notice of the email and I I did I did write back and then we emailed a little bit um, and there was something about his emails did that, you
3: look him up like you'd soon get at the a certain point, did you get email you like did you like the email enough to be like, let's see what he looks like not the first email
1: no, not the first one okay, although I think there might have been was there were there any emails before that one that maybe I didn't notice um, i don't I don't know if it was that one, like pretty soon after that, I did look him up on Facebook okay. yeah, so there was something yeah. about it yeah, but then. The first time we met, he actually came up with a sort of legitimate businessy reason to meet.
3: <laughs> it's a great, it's a great move.
1: It's the best thing to do. It was
3: like I have some uh, investment capital and <laughs> I think you're really talented. I'd love to. Take it was coffee.
1: It was a writing opportunity. Okay, um, which was legitimate. Yeah. Although I never ended up doing it. But it so was do good. Do you think he fell
3: in love with your voice first before seeing you? Oh, but I guess probably there's pictures of you online. Well, he
1: loves Claire Danes. Look at
3: that. I mean, like, do you I'm have to hitting. bring this up with him? <laughs> it's, 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 it's striking. You have to talk to him about it. I will. Oh, he doesn't really love Claire Dane, so. Were you joking? I was joking. No, it's too bad.
1: Maybe but he's He just does.
3: mapped it on.
0: <laughs>
1: He thinks <laughs> you're your Claritin's the whole time. Wait,
3: have you ever told him that you
0: think you look like Claritin's? No, never, that, I've never, never told, told anyone. anyone. That? I've
1: been a little embarrassed about thinking it. I don't know why. I you shouldn't, shouldn't It's so obvious, apparently. It's
0: so obvious, right? Like, yeah, as soon as you said it, it's like, Boom. well, how
1: did I... I can't stop I see you every day.
0: Yeah. Like, how have I never put that together?
1: Yeah, I feel like it's sort of like... I feel
3: like you're less crazy, so I've never... Our, see, I don't know. See, I don't know you from yeah, Eve.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm quite not crazy. Yeah,
3: she's. You're very, not. You're very, very level headed. You're, you're very. You seem very businessy when, when you came in. Oh,
1: that's because I was. I late. felt guilty about being late. Oh, okay. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Then don't that, shake that off. Shake it off. I, I rescheduled on you. I think three times. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's. I I'm know. so sorry.
1: No, it's totally okay. Yeah. You had important. Yeah, you, you had to stay tight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay tight. You had important stuff. Um. Yeah, that is my. I'm so sorry. I'm late. Vibe, <laughs> 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 which really, I really. You th- I should make up for being late by, by being... being more friendly and yeah. loose yeah, instead yeah, yeah. of like, okay, let's do this. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Because
3: yeah, yeah. I was all like- I think I'm the same way. Are you German? No. Okay.
1: Well, actually, a little bit Alsatian, which is-
3: Alsatian? Yeah. That's, that's like, like south in between. south of France?
1: It's like on the border of France and oh, Germany.
3: Oh, f- look at that. So then
1: maybe I am.
3: Alsace. Yeah, I
1: bet you you are. It's Alsace-Lorraine, I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, so,
3: it's fantastic wine, Gary. Really good wine from that area. Yeah. Exactly. Who loves wine out there? <laughs> I do.
1: Gary Everybody does. loves
3: wine, right? It's
1: does. great. Oh, we're surrounded by Mangria. Everybody
3: loves That's wine.
1: Right. All right. So that was my relationship experience. What was yours and is yours?
3: What is mine? Oh, mm-hmm. I'm uh, in a relationship currently. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think I've just been in relationships constantly for the oh, most part.
1: Heart- serial monogamist?
3: I guess so. That's a weird word, but yeah.
1: Which part? The cereal or the monogamous?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I like to think of it as cereal monogamous, like you just like one type of cereal all the
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> Which would it be for you?
3: Um, see, I don't, I don't eat cereal, so oh. this would be a tough decision for me. Right, okay. Um, but I would say, if I had a Jesus Christ, it's a tough one. I mean, I almost think the brown life... Remember Is brown? that cinnamon? Remember brown yeah, life? Yeah,
1: like cinnamon-flavored life. It's like,
3: yeah, it's like sweeter than the normal life, right, I think. I do,
1: I, I'm picturing the box, and I'm picturing Mikey, and I'm picturing yeah.
3: a spoonful of I honey. I think on maybe. brown life, for some reason, Mikey was black. I don't know. Oh, really? I don't know if there was like a black version of Mikey on the cover of the of, of the Brown Life. I want there to be two, but yeah. I think that's almost too racist Probably. for life to try. Yeah. I wish they had that. That would be great. I know. Yeah.
1: All right, so that's the kind of cereal you would choose. That's the kind of cereal but I'd you choose. Don't I was cereal. in a, I
3: was in a relationship with someone for 13 years.
1: That is a long time.
3: Mhm. Yeah. How From long? 18 ago? to 31. Wow. Long time ago. Wow. Yeah.
1: How long ago did you guys break up? I don't know how old you are, so I can't.
3: Uh, six years ago. Okay. Yeah, so it's in the past.
1: It's in the past. I don't know. We, I just, so many questions. So I, many I, I questions. I must pry. Oh, yeah. Why did you guys break up?
3: Um, well, this is, this is the crazy thing. Um, I asked her whether or not we should get married or why we weren't married, and she said we should probably sleep with other people first. And so then we decided to take, like, a month off the relationship and just have sex with as many people as we possibly could.
1: Let me get this straight. That didn't work.
3: (laughs) And it didn't work. But we were, like, arrogant, you know? We thought – I mean, we've been dating since we were 18.
1: Were you each other's first?
3: Uh, no, we had had, we each had had one before ourselves,
1: but the idea was, was like,
3: if we're going to get married, we're never going to experience this. So why not get it out of our system now? And right. we thought it was a thing that you could get out of your system instead of like the moment you do it, just back, like, I want to do this forever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so for both of you, it was, um, once you tasted something else, I think
3: it was more for me.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah But so can
3: not, not positive. We definitely we, we did it for like three months, and then I ended. I, I went to Australia for the last month, which was probably what really I was on tour in Australia, and so that's you know I was you know in the crazy place where I was supposed to be fucking as many people as possible. Also, it was a festival, so I was just drunk all the time. Of mm-hmm. course, I met a crazy Australian who I fell in love with. And then, oh,
1: is that who you're with now? No, okay,
3: no, 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 that good because that would be that was like a that was a crazy. Yeah, it was not a healthy relationship.
1: This 3 month fuckathon. Mhm.
3: A rumspringer. We called it a rumspringer.
1: <laughs> you guys were living together? No, I moved th- out. Okay. Yeah. So you actually like took a break.
3: Mhm. Yeah. First month no contact, second month we would date uh, each other as well as other people, and the third month I was in Australia.
1: Did you guys start out thinking this is going to end up with you guys getting married? I did I think we both
3: did. I think we both were like, yeah, we're we'll probably we'll do this and we'll get back together.
1: Was your heart not in the sleeping with other people at the beginning?
3: No, I was very into it. I think she took a while to get warmed up to it, yeah. which I think is the difference between men and women in a way. You know, mm-hmm. like when guys break up, they like immediately hit it. And then ladies take a while to process emotionally and then hit it.
1: Right.
3: Um, where guys just don't process it, just fuck. Um, so yeah, no, I was super into it right away.
1: <laughs> and did you tell the people that you were sleeping with yes. what the situation was? Yes, I
3: did. And they loved it. They probably. They really fucking loved it interesting I don't know why I think that it was the honesty where I was yeah. just gonna be upfront. I was like look I'm on this thing I could be get, I'm probably gonna be getting back together with my girlfriend at the end of the month this is happening and I think women were just like he's so honest
1: and he's unavailable well, I love that maybe that's what they were thinking
3: I don't know but the women I got involved with were not psyched that I was unavailable even though that was the precursor for our entire relationship
1: mm-hmm.
3: it still always ended badly
1: Yeah, I could see that.
3: And I think that that's a place where ladies, like, trick themselves.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if you're
3: so upfront. And I was always upfront, like, this is not – it's not going to – You know, and they're always like, yeah, but maybe I'm the one. I think that's what it's like. I'm going to change him.
1: Well, it's that, but I think it's also I – speaking as them – I'm not – yeah, I can I, – sure, it's casual. We'll just sleep together. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the next day you're like I, thinking about him and wishing he would call. And Do you, like, know I, you know what it is? There's I, an I think,
3: actual hormone that's released when the penis is inserted in the vagina called – Semen? Uh, it's called semen. And semen makes ladies crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's like it's, yeah, it's the bonding –
1: oxytocin or something. Yeah, oxytocin. Right.
3: And so at a certain point I would just not have <laughs> – believing in my mind – that it only happened with vaginal – penal vaginal sex. Uh-huh. I would just do everything except that with ladies in the hopes that we wouldn't release that, that hormone.
1: But that didn't work either.
3: No, it didn't work
1: either. Yeah. Yeah, it's still – it is still hard for me to wrap my head around the idea that a guy can sleep with a woman and it really can mean nothing. But it doesn't mean but it that does he mean dislikes something. her.
3: It does mean something. It means, like, that was fun. That was awesome. And and if I'm lonely later, I'll definitely think about calling her. But if I'm not lonely, and it, then I'm it's okay. What kind
1: of lonely, though? An emotional craving or yeah, a, like, both. penis
3: craving? Both. I think that sometimes a penis craving comes out of the <laughs> emotional craving. Do you know what I mean? Oh, clearly. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah, yeah. like, I would always the, – the one of the hardest ones, I think, for me, and this was after I was off the – the the of thing this mm-hmm. was when i was just kind of like i just was out of a, this two year relationship with the australian but it dated this girl who lived uh, my between me and the subway so i would have to walk past her house every time and i and i totally like broke her heart it was she was very upset with me and then at a certain point just stopped talking to me mm-hmm. completely because i was just it was essentially like let's and uh, again i was super upfront with her like hey i'm not serious I'm seeing other people and she was like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then until it wasn't fine, you know, and then like I pushed it like two more sleepings with after that. And then it was like (laughs) very mad. Right. Um, But I would walk past her house every day. And that was like, i never once didn't think, I wonder what she's doing right now. And that's like three or four times a day. Mm -hmm. And I was not interested in having a relationship with her, but I would still like think about her all the time.
1: Yeah, I guess that's the part that's hard to understand is the you were not interested in having a relationship with her, but you were. I think that's where it gets murky for women because you can meet someone where instantly you know, I'm not – I don't think I should be interested in having a relationship with this person.
3: Uh huh. And
1: then once the emotions start happening and – It
3: overrides it all. Yeah,
1: and then all of a sudden you find yourself thinking, yeah, this person who I think is wrong for me, I – I mean, you're acting as if you want to be in a relationship with him. You might still, I mean, I was in this, I, I was in this position so many times where maybe I wasn't admitting to myself that I wanted a relationship with mm-hmm. the person because I just knew he was so not what I should want. Yeah. But every bit of me was acting as if like I you hope, wanted to. Yeah.
3: And I see, I think it, the opposite happened with me a lot when I was just dating around. I would sleep with someone and be like, oh, I think this is the thing. This is the reason that we shouldn't be in a relationship. But then there would be like, oh, but she's so hot, you know? And I'd be like, no, but this is like that red flag of the thing like I shouldn't do this. And then the hotness thing would win out a lot.
1: What kind of red flags?
3: Red flag like – I remember one girl I was like, oh, she's going to be very cool in like 10 years. Like she's (laughs) just – way how, too how old was
1: she at this point. I think
3: she was actually 22 <laughs> and I was 31 or 32. Uh, and so obviously she just had to be my age. But mm-hmm. that girl was that she was really she just needed to be older. Another girl was like she just hasn't had she hasn't felt good enough about herself so that she I would just end up bullying her. Do you know what I mean like she just she's had like such low yeah, she was. She was I mean, really I mean, funny. She didn't believe in herself enough. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So she'd right. be really funny. And I'm, uh, you know, I will uh, if unless I have someone who has a strong personality to push against me. I'll just make you do everything I want to do, and mm-hmm. I won't mean to. I'll just be like, "This is exciting and fun." And so I'm be like, "Yeah, let's do that." And then all of a sudden, for eight months go by, and she hasn't done a single thing she wants to do because I just overwhelm her. And I knew that that would happen, so I had to break it off with her, even though she was great and super smart and very funny. But I was like, I'm just going to I'm going to end up like abusing her, like not purposefully, you know. Right. But just being like, no, you know, because she wasn't like strong enough. Strong. OK. She wasn't strong willed enough. Right. Because she didn't believe in herself. And I was like, again, in five years, maybe she'll be believing like after I think 31. I didn't know that this was
1: criteria that men use to gauge women there. I don't know. They I can in. only speak like for it. myself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you get the sense that she'd be resentful though? Like one day yeah, she'd be like, vet, She yeah. would wake
3: up one day and be like, fuck this guy. Right. You know, I haven't done anything that I want to do, you know, because she would, you know, it'd be that thing was like the thing that drives me crazy where I'd be like, do you want to do this? She'd be like, oh, whatever, you, whatever, that's good. Whatever you want to do. You know, I'd be like, fucking have an opinion.
1: Like I'm here
3: to talk to you like as a human being, not just like to have you around.
1: Yeah. Women get into a thing. Of wanting to be super agreeable and yeah. like, I'm going to be the cool, the cool girlfriend who never has demands or never tells like, you. But then it, but it that's it's, like it a trap. Work.
3: That's almost like a set of setting a trap because it's like you're just a denying what who you are long enough for a man to like get stuck with you or something. Do you know what I mean? Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah, totally. But I will in defense of those people. It's it doesn't come from like I'm going to ensnare this person. Right. It comes from. I
3: want to be cool.
1: Yeah, it comes from I'm going to do it right this time or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. People, they're so complicated. They're very complicated. But you're complicated. in a relationship now. Yes, with and a how,
3: fantastic woman who I love very much.
1: How long has this woman been going on?
3: Two years, and a little did, more than two years. Did
1: she move out here with you?
3: Yeah, we moved out together.
1: Wow. Yeah. What kind of work does she do?
3: Uh, she's a writer and an actor.
1: Do I know who she is? I don't think so. Do, do I want? Do you want to say who she is?
3: Um, I don't know.
1: I mean, why not, really? Right? Yeah, it's not like a you secret sh- relationship.
3: No, it's not secret. Her name is Lauren Cook. Lauren Cook. And uh, she just wrote this fantastic short uh, that you can see online called um, Are You a Dildo? <laughs> um, which I, I I got to be in, and it did very well online.
1: I would like um, to see this. Yeah,
3: watch it. It's all about um, c- a couple who, tr- who keep saying that they don't want kids but treats their dog like a kid.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have a dog?
3: Mm-hmm. What kind of dog? She's a terrier mix. Her name is Zelda.
1: Zelda. Mm-hmm. Is that after Fitzgerald? Because mm-hmm. when,
3: when we met her, she was very, very crazy, and we fell madly in love with her. So we're like, <laughs> who's, who's that? And we're like, Zelda Fitzgerald. She was crazy, and F. Scott couldn't get enough of
1: her. That's sweet. Yeah. Are you guys going to have kids?
3: Um, I, why? What are we doing here? What do we do? I get squirmy, Gary. I'm getting squirmy. I don't know what to tell you, man. What do we do? She presses everybody like this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? You're getting the light dose. I'm getting the light dose? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I recently thought that it would be really fun to have kids with her. But she doesn't know that. But I don't think she'll listen to this podcast. So, well, thanks. I mean, I just know she She doesn't doesn't enjoy good podcasts. No, because she doesn't listen to any podcast. Okay, which is which is great because she doesn't even listen to my podcast. Um, which is great because then it's just like I don't have to worry about saying crazy shit.
1: Uh, Yeah, I I prefer that.
3: I don't want to, I don't because my mom wants to listen to my Mm podcast all the time, and I'm like, no. You know, and I realized after I did, realized after I told this long story about taking MDMA in Portland that my mom was listening to my podcast, and I was like, "Fuck, man!" And I told her, I was like, "You can't listen to my podcast." She's like, "Why?" And I was like, "Cause then I'll be I'll be self conscious about I shouldn't be self conscious. I should be able to be free here." And then she just emails me every once in a while, like, "Which podcasts can I listen oh, to?"
1: That's so cute. <laughs> and then
3: I'll just send her a list of what like yeah, Allison Rose is your new best friend. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's so sweet. See, if I said to my mom, "Don't listen to this one, this one, and this one," those are the first ones she'd go to. <laughs> I have a feeling.
3: I mean, I bet you my mom still listens to them. Do you know what I mean?
1: I feel like the MDMA chatter has been. There's been a, quite a lot of it on this podcast lately. Is I it think because it's... is it because club drug Molly is having a resurgence? Or... Yes. No, okay. no. I think
3: that also the rave culture is like the oh, uh, is way it I found about. I was in Portland, and there's all these like uh, we were at like this old party for a comedy festival. A, a, admittedly, in like a warehousey district, but all of a sudden, these kids with like blinky bleepy lights start coming by, and I was like, "Is there a fucking rave happening?" And then the kids were like, "Yeah," and I think it's back,
1: like,
3: a, like it's you know that twenty-two of raves. It's like that twenty-year yeah. cycle, you know. So it's it's now twenty years from nineteen ninety-three. That's when raves were happening, and I don't so know, it's just happening about this. again.
1: I don't feel that good about it. I mean. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter I enjoyed how I them feel,
3: but... I enjoyed them the first time around, and now they have better drugs and probably better, like, visuals. Mm-hmm. So it's probably really fun. I mean, Molly is better than ecstasy.
1: Right. That's what I keep hearing.
3: Yeah. It's much more pleasant.
1: All right. I don't know. I just feel like a bunch of people who did it the first time around doing it now the second time around.
3: We're too old. <laughs> but also, I think MDMA is, like, the one drug that, like, oldies can take. Because it's like three and a half hours. It's mm-hmm. not, a, not a long-term commitment. You don't feel fucking crazy the next day. You know, it's like it just makes you like – it doesn't make you shit on the floor. You know, it just makes you like kind of chat with people unless somebody shit on the floor recently. Like, Gary, no, you shit on the floor? No, someone shit
1: in someone's mouth recently. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh, because they were like just what? as a sem- the next
1: thing, their butt was numb Accidentally. Okay, oh, this is wow. how it went. wow. Yeah.
3: Their butt was numb. Well,
1: so they're on Molly. They're 69ing? No, I think no, he was, think was he just, was just eating there. out her butt. He's just
3: back there. And she shat in his mouth? Because, yeah. Accidentally. Who told the story, man or woman, told man. the story? Man. The man, of course. The woman would never tell a story. I, I shat in somebody's mouth.
1: Didn't he <laughs> make it seem like she Who? didn't even Who? realize? Who? Brian Redman. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh didn't – Yeah. He, it, I think that ah. she didn't even realize. He insinuated
0: that she was not aware until – she wasn't aware it happened when it happened until he, like, reacted and then she turned around and saw.
1: Oh. And she just cool.
3: said, why do you have shit in your
0: mouth? Oh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think he was insinuating that he had somehow pulled it off and she still doesn't know about it. Right.
1: This. That would That was That's the ultimate impressive. in that's chivalry. Yeah. But see,
3: that's, like – that's an understandable. Like, you don't do anything – That's
1: understandable?
3: Well, no, I mean <laughs> – it's, no, it's not understandable, but it's not like uh, I'm gonna shit on the floor in public.
1: Oh, right. Yeah,
3: that happens in the privacy of a bedroom, and it's only horrible for one person.
1: But still,
3: it's horrible.
1: I don't want. Yeah, I don't want to take a drug where I decide it'd be a good idea to shit in public on the sidewalk. I also don't want to take a drug where I accidentally shit in someone's mouth.
3: I think that girl had, have
1: no idea that you know that's what? happening. I feel I'm gonna go like out on a, a limb.
3: Homily. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that girl's probably got other problems <laughs> than just being on molly okay if you accidentally shit in someone's mouth yeah right like yeah. think about that's yeah. not like a common that's not a common molly side if effect. that was
0: if that was the case with molly then every time there was a story about miley cyrus that would be brought <laughs> right because it's just yeah good news i mean count
1: exactly. on one hand think how many times have you accidentally shit and like didn't even realize it till it was too late once what's your story
3: I was riding a moped, and I had it was of I was twelve or were. something, and uh, I was wearing the um, under the um, bathing suit with automatic underwear. You know, remember that that has the bat yeah, yeah oh, the, the netting thing. the netting mm-hmm. yeah yeah. And uh, I was riding, and it was in Michigan, so it was really bumpy. It was a like a dirt road, and uh, it just the shaking made me shit my pants. <laughs> but then it had that automatic underwear, so it kept held the shit
1: Close next to your to me. body. Yeah. Ugh. Which was terrible that And they sounds... weren't
3: my bathing suit They were my brothers So I had to go home and throw them out And then make up a story
1: So you, like, you must have realized it right then, right?
3: Yeah But it was like a lot of shit Where it was like <laughs> I think a little Usually when you accidentally shit yourself It's like, oh, tiny...
1: oh no It's right. just a little
3: bit This was like a full shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry
3: That's okay I mean, I was 12 It was. Were
1: you horrified?
3: I was just like, oh man <laughs> I mean, when you're 12, you know Things are not as bad <laughs> Yeah. Especially when you're alone. If I had like shit and I was in public, I was by myself on a moped or went I home, like Having took a, a moped
0: at age 12 is pretty awesome.
3: Uh, yeah, it was my dad. So it was just like, I'm uh, actually my it's dad a
1: family affair happening.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, moped, my dad is really into motorcycles. Shit. Yeah. Nice. So he got my brother one That's when nice. he was five and five. I was seven. So I got to ride. Wow. That a Wow.
1: Wait, so, why'd he get your younger brother one?
3: Because my younger brother lived with my dad. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. So he bought my brother a little, t- you know, like l- one of those tiny motorcycles that now weirdly adults ride. Have you seen those? Like is that weird... a mini bike? Yeah, like a mini bike. It mm-hmm. was a mini bike, and so we would ride that around.
1: Gotcha. I think we should do. Mm-hmm. I pissed all over a bike once.
3: You pissed all over yeah, a bike, like was... a motorcycle? No, a bicycle. A bicycle. Yeah. yeah. I was
1: riding home from school, and I don't know what happened, but I, I guess I had to pee.
3: Yeah, and then all I of almost sudden, pissed I just, my pants yesterday.
1: What happened? Just
3: it was just like I'd gone too long, where I was like, "Oh, this is how it happens." Yeah, where it's like you just go a little bit too long, We're having you to pee really something. bad. Yeah,
1: right. Where were you when this happened? I
3: was like, I, I was like, should I just park the car and run out and go into my apartment? Oh, right you were now? driving. And instead, I was like, no, I'm going to go park in the parking structure and then take the two elevators to my place. And it was while I was getting on the second elevator, I was like, I'm not going to make.
1: I hate that. Yeah, I hate when I lived in New York oh, for a time. I lived with my sister, and I called ahead to make sure <clears throat> the door was unlocked and that there was no one in the bathroom because <laughs> I knew I was like, I need to. I can't. Nothing can stop me. <laughs> All right, let's quickly do just me or everyone. Okay.
2: Sometimes I ponder. On-
1: All right, Beth Weiss says when I read or listen to archives of blogs or podcasts, I want to comment but refrain because it would be so outdated. Um, I don't have that, but people comment on old episodes of my podcast all the time, so I say go for it.
3: Do you know when they do it though?
1: Yeah, because I see, I well, like on my blog, I see the I I um, moderate the comments, so I oh, see okay. them come in regarding like an old episode or something. Oh,
3: okay, yeah. See, sometimes I'll go back to old podcasts and just see if anybody commented on them.
1: You look on the Nerdist website? Mm-hmm. Is that? Yeah. And do they? Sometimes. How long have you been doing your pod? The K-Hole, right?
3: Yeah. It's not been long. It's been less than a year. We're on a 30th episode tomorrow.
1: Congratulations. Thank you
3: very much. I, uh, I blindfold Cameron Esposito and bring her to a double a murder-suicide house.
1: Wow! Yeah, yes. what's, what's the format of your podcast like?
3: There's four formats.
1: Four formats. Yeah.
3: One is called Get Lost, where I blindfold comedians and put them in my car and drive them somewhere they've never been. Mm-hmm. And then, like, reveal, and they have to figure out where they are and how to get home. <laughs> um, another one is The Boat Show, where we just talk about boats. Uh, neither of us having any knowledge about boats. It's more like that sounds improvised.
1: That Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, another one is uh, Pedophilia. It's all about pets and animals. We just talk about animals. Oh,
1: I love that.
3: And last one is Fact Time, which is a Radiolab parody. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Fun. Yeah. All right. Dan Dodge, sorry, this is a real awkward transition. Dan Dodge no, says, whenever I squish a mosquito or spider with my bare hand, for a moment I panic and imagine I just gave myself a disease.
3: What you should be worried about is that that's uh, someone you know, used to know reincarnated as that animal.
1: That's I bet you talk about that on pedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> um, you should just never – just don't squish with your bare hand. I mean unless you're trying to be manly. But I mean what is
3: – I mean like is this person squishing with an open cut? Don't do it with an open cut, guy. Right. J-Mo.
1: Good point. B. Slammon says, when was the last time you did an intentional somersault? I can't recall mine. Tomorrow I will do an intentional somersault. I feel like I would accidentally hurt myself if I tried to do it. I mean I, I can do them in a swimming pool, but – I don't do much tumbling these days. I'm trying to think when the last time I tumbled. I think when,
3: when a bunch of people are sitting on the ground. I think I definitely tumbled recently just to get somewhere easier.
1: You somersaulted to get somewhere easier. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, because everyone was like sitting on the ground. So I was like, oh, this is an easy way to get over to there where like a drink is or something.
1: Wouldn't standing up and walking be easier?
3: Not if you want to stay on the ground. You know what I'm saying?
1: Or crawling even.
3: Crawling involves a little bit more than somersaulting.
1: I guess you're right. Right. I guess. Yeah. Okay.
3: But I agree. I think I'd hurt myself now.
1: Yeah. Ken L says, "I hate when coworkers show me viral videos and I have to act excited." Um, I don't have that experience that often.
3: No. Also, if it sucks, you just tell him it sucks, so they yeah. stop showing it to people. People here show me shit all the time. I'm like, that's dumb. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> this person is a real pleaser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it's know real. what? You're wasting Unless your life like su- pleasing
0: other people, friend. Unless it's like a superior that he's gotta like, right? Gotta play to. I mean, some sort of Adam, nightmare. Some, I don't tell Adam something sucks if he shows it to me. <laughs>
1: Does, <laughs> Does Adam do that often?
0: Very, very rarely.
1: Yeah. Steve W says, "While waiting in checkout, I attempt to guesstimate the cost of all my items. Don't care about cost, just want to be right. You know, I don't do that. Um, it seems like something I would do. I'll guess fun, my, I'll guess
3: the weight of my froyo because I can get it free every Wednesday if I guess it right. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: Where do they offer this? <laughs> <laughs> this fantastic fun froyo deal.
3: Froyo life.
1: Is this is this real? Yeah."
3: Every Wednesday, you guess, though. I don't know why I'm doing a fucking ad for Froyo Life, but... The Froyo place by my house delivers. What? Really? Really? Well, what do you just... Is there radius, like, a minute away? Like, how many pretzels you want on top or whatever? (laughs) (laughs) No, like, the radius is kind of big. Like, it's, like, Cahuenga
0: and, like, Selma, and I live all the way up the hill, and they deliver to me. Wow. Like, you go online, and there's just... There's every single... Possible fucking topping.
1: And How do they keep it? Oh, know. can you order online? Yeah. How do they even keep it they so have, cold? They
0: have like special like little like Nissan Cube trucks that have like air conditioners built into the top. So obviously there's some section in the back that's what? like. What? Yeah, it's insane I feel
1: like I, I feel like
0: and it works. Like it, it it does not show up, and you're like, "Well, this is what I would expect delivery to be." It's like, no, this is fucking fine. That's
3: the main reason I don't get froyo is cuz I don't want to leave to get it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> It was a problem like when I discovered this.
1: All my delivery, what I, I can't make this sentence work.
3: Good was in good. New York. Oh yeah, it's gotten and by a that lot I mean
1: yeah, I, everything was delivered in New York, but I don't ever do any sort of delivery anything out here. Maybe I need to.
3: It's also I think here it's some often faster to just order pick up and then drive to get it right. than to get delivery right. But if you're just like I'm not leaving, yeah, interesting. There's some great apps. That
0: just, Great apps, guys. That just aggregate all the places that deliver based on where you are.
1: Recently at a comedy club, the comedy manager guy was like, can I get you guys any Bites or Appies?
3: Bites or Appies? Bites or
1: Appies? <laughs> it sat in my head for a while in the spot where Kristen Shaw was a horse used to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. but not stuck in there. Just like, Wow. Bites or appies. <laughs> David says, I feel like if I had never seen the symbols for male, female, and had to invent them, they'd look exactly as they do. Really? You really? <laughs> That's
3: absolutely just you.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah,
3: that's just you.
1: Or what kind of vaginas have you seen?
3: Hey, yeah, why is it a cross? Right. That's a, I was always just like, no go. That's what it <laughs> always looks like. <laughs> I mean, the the other one looks like a dick, so it makes sense. It looks like a dick and balls. But the cross is just like, is that oh, supposed to be the uterus?
1: Balls. Dick and balls. I'd never thought. I just thought if it was a circle with a, a um, pointy. Like a very directional penis on it. But if
3: you think about it, like one is up and one is down. if you take the woman one and have it so the cross is at the top and the circle's at the bottom, then the circle's kind of like the vagina hole, and the cross is like the uterus, or not the uterus, the fallopian tubes.
1: You're right. Boom.
3: Put it up. Great, oh great, great way to remember it could it.
1: be <laughs> or served. if you <laughs> flip it around uh-huh. it's the, it is the uterus and fallopian tubes because aren't the fallopian tubes below the uterus
3: they're above fallopian tubes are above the uterus
1: what's up with your what's up with knowledge? you not
3: knowing your fucking body come on
1: Well, i know they're in there
3: yeah well why don't you know where they are get it together I, it
1: hasn't been important for me Do you to also know. think
3: your stomach's in your butt come on <laughs> <laughs> it no. hasn't been important for you to know are you gonna have kids
1: well, yeah, but I don't need to know if my fallopian tubes are above or below my uterus. Sure. Why do you, you know? Gotta
3: shake them free if you want to get pregnant.
1: <laughs> Why do you yeah, know? Nobody
3: gets it. What? Why do you know? Because I understand human sexuality. Okay. What? Why is? Wait, I don't think it's weird to know where the fallopian tubes are. Because you've all have you never seen? Because it's like the little drawing. People I know. People always do the drawing where it looks like two eyes and a big old nose with a crazy looking alien mouth. <laughs>
1: Now, now I about? feel weird about the fact that you think I look like Claire Danes because <laughs> you see a lot of stuff in stuff.
3: <laughs> what does that mean?
1: It means if you think a fallopian tube and a uterus looks like an alien.
3: With two eyes okay. and a weird nose All right. and then no, you well, can now, imagine the mouth behind now it. Now
1: I'll never forget. Does that
3: make sense to everybody? I'll
1: yeah, never absolutely. forget. Now it does. Yeah. It does. Um, yeah. I, I should have known. But do or, you. <laughs> what? Gary, did you, would you have known?
3: All right. No, this is this is definitely your failing, Allison. <laughs> I'm so sorry to break it to you, but two dudes know your body better than you do. Do you know where the ovaries are? Yeah, they're above yeah. the fallopian tubes.
0: I mean, in fairness to her, we are much more interested in that region. That than is true. Is. That is but true. I, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. That's true. We think about it more.
1: Yeah, now, now that I think about it, I would – if pressed, I would have known because <laughs> i'm picturing it all now because
3: they have I to fall down they have to fall d- the eggs have to fall down into the uterus right okay this has been really
1: informative thank you guys <laughs> hillary j says whenever someone touches their face during convo i think they're trying to tell me i have schmutz on my face and i brush it off um well, no may- maybe. maybe maybe yeah
3: maybe if somebody does a weird thing yeah a deliberate thing. a deliberately weird thing yeah then i'm like huh but also, but also if they do that and they don't say it, that person's a dick.
1: Right. Yeah, I feel like usually they'd be like, you have a little uh-huh. – Yeah, just like do yeah. it.
3: And also tell a person. Don't let them go yeah. through that. The right. only the
0: only time that person not a dick is if you're in a group of like seven people and they're not trying to call you out. Right. They're just trying to like make eye contact yeah. with you and like clean this up. The boss is – Come on. Yeah.
3: Right. You got a lot of coke on your nose. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Get it off. <laughs>
1: Andrew Jones says, every time I see a guy at lunch or shopping on the weekend with a young girl, I automatically think it's a divorce situation. Oh, I don't. Uh, But maybe that's – I feel like that's probably just you. But maybe sometimes.
3: A young girl. It could be his daughter.
1: That's what he's saying. Oh. He thinks it's a – if he sees a guy. that's like
3: the weekend that he has custody. Yeah. Oh, you think it's a divorce situation, not that he just got divorced and is now dating younger women.
1: I thought he meant (laughs) – the for I think he means the former, but you it think could, the former. but that what, what I wonder is daughter or date sometimes or date. when yes, I see an I uncomfortably often... May December situation. Yeah, I like that. Five Hundy says upon hearing the names of criminals and murder victims on the local news, I search for their Facebook pages. Just me or everyone?
3: Just you, Just bro. You. That is creepy and I think weird. Maybe
1: once or t- once or twice I have done that though. But it was when people were talking about the person's Facebook. page.
3: But mostly, if it's a murder or if it's a murder or a victim, mostly those pages are taken down. Yes. Right. If you get the name that the Facebook's page has been down for a while.
1: Not always. But, not always. Well, I, I guess. like with I remember with Newtown, um, the oh, guy's those. brother was was oh. tweeting or facebooking stuff. I think. Whoa. Yeah, saying it wasn't me because initially they had released his they name. They thought it was right? him, and he was saying it wasn't me. But it's like. That's he a a should have been. It wasn't then. me. Next comment. It was my brother. Well, maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't know yet. Actually, <laughs> um, that's a depressing thing to go out on. Yeah. Bring it around to something positive.
3: Yeah. Claire Danes. Freckles. Fun.
1: <laughs> Thank you. You're
3: welcome. Well, this has
1: been super fun. Thank you so much for doing my show. Thank you. Uh, tell everyone where they can find you.
3: Uh, Google Kurt Comedy or listen to my podcast on the Nerdist Network called The K Hole. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, all that shit. I'm all out there. Kurt there
1: All right. And you can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at ARIYMBF. You can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith. And if you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are because they have everything, why not click through the banner on my website at AllisonRosen.com? It does not cost you anything extra, but it helps the show. Also, we have a fun ringtone that is available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. You need this. That's It'll pretty great. Make all your calls magical and better, and you can set your text to it. You can wake up to it. You can just play with it with your friends. You can find out who other Allison Rosen's new best friend fans are via it because you'll play it, and then someone will be like, "I love that show." I mean, that happened to one person at Target. It was the Target clerk. Whoa! He was in line checking out. That's so, pretty great. I know. I've been bandying that info about all over the place. Um, so, anyway, that's that. Thank you guys so much for listening. Kurt, thank you for doing the show. It was you. really fun. Um, okay, I love you guys. Goodbye.
2: Hey, do you know about the Allison and show? Go and roads and shows.